0: Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we write short stories, rough
1: drafts, really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishbaugh and Cassie Soliday, and we're back! Hey, 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 everyone! Hi, we're I back. I feel like we probably started all of our episodes with "and we're back." We do. We act like we
0: just like left to go get coffee or something yeah like between each episode mm-hmm. and it hasn't been how many we won't tell you how many days it's been,
1: <laughs> it's been a week because you dared me last week to write a story about that's true it's been a week. bottle of champagne <laughs> and we
0: act like it hasn't been a week
1: you know I don't know like every time I see you it feels like it's been like months that's you know what I mean True. it really it does yeah, we, we have to catch up. Yeah. But then it feels like we haven't, like, been gotten that long either. It's weird. Friendship's weird. Friendship <laughs> is weird. <laughs> Friendship is magic, though. And it is weird. It's weird magic. Weird magic. Oh, can we... That be a theme next season? Yeah. Like, I want that so bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is our last episode of Yay. this season. Because now we work in seasons. Because it's a little bit more manageable with our... Uh, with our schedules. Yeah. Yeah. So... <sighs> I took your theme and I wrote a story and it is freaking rough, let me say. It's rough, super rough. Um I mean, I I put what I I put what I could into it obviously, but uh it yeah, could use another another revision for sure. Hey, we're here for not perfection. We're
0: here for the beginnings. Mhm. You put something on a digital screen. And that is all that's important.
1: Yes, there are words. There are there are words on Google Docs right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I guess let's just get into it, right? Yeah, let's do it. It's been eight years and twenty two days since Paul Persimmons took on the role of Peter Pan at the theme park near his home. In fact, it wasn't anywhere close to his home when he initially took the job. He moved down the street specifically to work at the theme park forever. Now he's at his own retirement party. Very few people have shown up. He thought he had more friends. He thought at least two of the four Wendy's would have came. They were my friends, right? Then he thought maybe that was faked, just like their onstage chemistry. The talent supervisor, Dr. B, stands to give a departing speech. Mr. Paul Persimmons, the costume will miss you. Here's a gift from the company. Thanks for your years of service. Dr. B hands Paul a bottle of champagne with fake packaging that says, Farewell from Neverland. He's no doctor, but he's definitely a B. His assistant claps over enthusiastically, while the other two people who showed up slowly follow. Paul isn't sure who they are. Maybe the assistant's assistants? Paul catches Dr. B as he and his assistant head out the door. I'm sorry, but I just wanted to check one more time. Is there really no other roles I can play? Mr. Persimmons, we've been over this. You've aged out of every role. But I'll never grow up, Paul cautiously chuckles. Dr. B betrays a smirk. I can be a pirate. Arrgh! Paul physically takes the stance. But a good pirate. Dr. B loses his smirk. You're too short for our pirate roles, Mr. Persimmons. Again, thank you so much for all your hard work. And as he leaves through the door... Thanks for all the memories you made. You will not be forgotten. But in truth, Paul would be forgotten because no one knew he played Peter. When people looked at him, they see Peter Pan, not Paul Persimmons. After watching them disappear down a dim hallway, an assistant's assistant approaches with a security guard. Paul never had a desk, so he only had his backpack. The assistant speaks first. Like Dr. B said, thanks for everything. Security guard 2672 here. We'll show you out and take your ID badge at the employee entrance. The shadow creeps over Paul as he walks down the corridors into the backstage area and up to the employee entrance. Employees in the double digits are hustling around getting to their departments to clock in, but none of them know Paul, and none of them say goodbye. Paul stands in a long line of other employees, waiting his turn to get on the overcrowded bus. One more! We can only take one more! Standing room only! Paul squeezes in. It's a 20-minute ride to the employee parking lot. He stands, holding onto a ceiling railing, balancing as the bus takes curve after curve and harsh stops at red lights or jaywalkers. His lips are tightly locked, worried that uncontrollable pouts will begin. Everyone surrounding him are mostly really young or really old. There aren't many in between. Paul was one of those in-betweens. I want to work here forever, says one of the younger workers to the person sitting next to him who is much who is a much older co-worker. No, you don't. It goes nowhere, kid. But the magic. There is no magic where you get no respect. Paul tries to unfocus his hearing, but there's nothing else he can focus on except his internal monologue, which is nothing but unkind. He hears his mom, who told him so. He hears his dad, who told him that dreams come true for some people. He hears his grandma, who laughed so hard when he said he wanted to grow up to be Peter Pan so he never had to grow up at all. Actually, the entire family left. His little brother, youngest in his Ph.D. class, was going to have a field day when he finds out that his brother, Peter Pan, is now retired. Retired, huh? He'll say. Good thing you got paid minimum wage and great benefits. It's surprising that his Ph.D. isn't in sarcasm. He can be so mean and Paul just knows it's coming. The bus stops. A rush of employees descend the stairs, sweeping Paul along too, even though it wasn't his stop yet. As his feet hit the asphalt of the parking lot, he realizes this is the last time I'll ride this bus. He walks to the dark side of the parking lot, the area where the sun don't shine. It keeps his car cooler that way. He presses the unlock button on his keychain and again realizes this will be the last time I park here. After a moment, he opens the door and gets in, backpack in his lap. He locks the door. He puts the key in the ignition, but doesn't turn it on. He breathes. He looks in his rearview mirror at the light creeping up over the buildings and into the sky behind him. It's another five hours before the park closes and the last guest will leave. But the employees will shift and continue working through the night into morning, shift again and repeat 365 days a year. The park will be there, but the people will come and go. Paul grabs his keys and chucks them at the passenger window. He screams, gripping the sides of his backpack intensely. He shakes it vigorously to get the frustration out. He hears the bottle clink against the window. He takes a deep breath and chants his mantra I am Peter Pan. He opens the bottle of champagne and drinks. What did you think? <laughs> I loved
0: it! First of all, yeah, take that Disney. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, was not that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious. And as someone who worked at Universal Studios, I also relate to it. Um, I think Disney's a much scarier entity in the regard. But, um, yeah, I was there. I was there with him, with Paul. Mm-hmm. was his last name? Persimmons. Love it.
1: Peter Pan, Paul Persimmons.
0: That's a very J.K. Rowling thing to do. Oh, yeah? Alliteration.
1: I just love the comparison to J.K. right now, but obviously (laughs) this writing is nowhere near that caliber. (laughs)
0: Um, No, I loved it. Um, I think it's a very interesting um, idea to think of someone retiring from a job where they are playing a boy who doesn't grow up old. And then you're suddenly old. And he's suddenly old.
1: Yeah. 28. Which is not that old. <laughs> Which is not that
0: old. It's not old at all, Yeah, actually. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Because we're both older than
0: 28. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and we're very young.
1: <laughs> we're so young. We're
0: so young. <laughs> um, but what kind of park doesn't have... Like, roles for older people.
1: Yeah. I don't know. When I was there, I just noticed that, like, a lot of the performers were so young. And there were some older ones. But, like, I know Cruella DeVille, her actress, at least one of them, seemed a little older. Um, But the guys, there's not really any room for anyone with wrinkles, you know? And not that, like, a 28-year-old would be wrinkled, but there would just be so many cheaper people to play peter pan you know what i mean for
0: sure yeah. yeah
1: and i feel like that happens and in a lot of industries and businesses where like oh you know you make a lot more than all of our other people mm-hmm. let's try to like edge you out you know totally yeah but <sighs> yeah my theory was that they just didn't have any openings mostly oh for sure and he just wasn't a fit for most of them anyways you know And I think it's so easy to get typecasts like, oh, you're beautiful. You can be a princess, Mm -hmm. you know, but they don't have much. I've never worked as a performer in the park or saw that process, but a lot of, at least the princesses and and the princes, they all kind of look the same. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's it's a type. Yeah. It's an archetype. For sure. Yeah.
1: But I think the thing that I latched on in writing it the most was the aging out of something. Mm hmm. As well as, like, how do you age out of not growing up? <laughs> you know? Right. You know, because yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah, would yeah. be in love with that character. Right. because, like, who wants to grow up? And that's, like, the only way you can almost kind of not grow up is to play a character that never grew up, but then you age out of it. So, like, I liked the complication oh, yeah. of that. It's a very um, precarious place to be in your psyche. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and once you've done something for so long, mm-hmm. how do you transition into doing something else? Right. I
0: don't know, man. Yeah. I hope he figures it out.
1: Me too. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Paul's such a sweet guy. I mean, he's a little awkward, but at the same time, when he's in the character, he's just, like, on. Right. You know? This isn't a real person. I'm just improvising. Here. <laughs> Um, but,
0: yeah, I really liked it. I love the idea that you were going for, and, um, yeah, the idea of, I mean, the idea of anyone just, any, re- any retiring of any kind, um, is kind of crazy, because you spend your life doing this thing over and over again, every day, and then all of a sudden, you're not. Mm-hmm. I know, like, when my dad retired, it was, like, he was in law enforcement, so he was, like, problem solving all day long. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't doing anything. Right. And his brain just, like, was just stagnant. And it was driving him crazy, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So. Interesting, yeah. And he, like, just was like, I'm going to do this part-time job. I'm going to do this. And we are like, Dad, Relax!
1: I like, I can't. <laughs> that must be fun <laughs> To like be like, now I could do anything. Right. Because I yeah. can't do this thing. Right. Yeah. So I also find it humorous that like young people can retire from something.
0: Right. And like
1: retire is a word that means a thing where you just won't do this thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So like it makes sense, obviously, but it's like so ingrained in my personally, that you work forever, and then you retire. Right, right. Um, But kind of like, I think the first time I ever heard of a young person like retiring, it was like ice skaters, or ballerinas. Yes, and Like, Which makes perfect sense. Yes. Or like football players, like, you're only 32 and, and you retire, yeah. and it's like, but you're 32. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. For sure. But, um, I get it. But I still find it interesting.
0: That's why we entered the American workforce in an industry that will work us until we're dead
1: yeah we don't get to retire yeah we don't get to have jobs that long <laughs> no nope.
0: um yeah. but awesome it was great i loved it thanks it's a perfect one to end the
1: whole season Yay. we're retiring from the season oh my gosh we are it's perfect so no more dares for now but we'll be back we will be back Soon. in a few months to be quite honest we need a little break <laughs> This yes. was an intense writing schedule, yes. quite honestly.
0: But very helpful. I um, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. I never realized how difficult it would be to um, meet up with someone, like, once a week for, like, so many weeks. Like, it was kind of hard. <laughs> it was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's like yes. Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights are our nights, and everything wants to come and take it away. Thank you to all of you who tune in to hear yes. our stories. Um, if you are intrigued and want to be like a, a guest on the next season, please reach out. Jammy expensive jam at gmail dot com. Yeah. So reach out and uh, we'll organize. Also,
0: if you guys happen to write a story based on any of the themes that we talk about, you can send them to us. We'd
1: happy be happy to read them. Yeah, of course. I mean, record yourself reading them on your phone and send us the file. You can also do that. We'll post it. We'll post it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Somewhere. In a forum. <laughs> Some random place on the internet. JK. Reddit, Reddit. <laughs> Reddit backslash Jamie
0: Spitz. <laughs> or stop Reddit. Yeah. Just kidding. We don't have that. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam, and sometimes it's a failure. But we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before. What will you write next? We dare you to write your own short story based on the theme... Bottle of Champagne. Like this episode? Share it! Like us on social
0: media or write us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more like-minded writers like you. Follow us on Facebook at Jammy's Bits of Jam podcast and Twitter at Jammy's Bits. Jammy's Bits of Jam is produced by Christina Kishma and Cassie Saliday. Music by Grace Sai.
1: Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have: your voice.